0: Yeah, Nils Higdon, my old friend. How you doing?
1: Doing great. Happy to be here.
0: Yeah. happy to Greetings to, have to you.
1: everyone in Internet Land.
0: <laughs> sure.
1: At the famous Maxwell Drum Shop in Chicago, Illinois. Well, Chicago Land.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're we're a little west out here in Glendale Heights. Now you live. Why don't you tell me? Uh, tell me a little bit about. Uh, we were just talking about that earlier. Right. <laughs> Where you live right now?
1: So. um Steve, I think you might be trying to stalk me. (laughs) (laughs) No, I live in Pilsen.
0: You you know, (laughs) you got my number there. (laughs)
1: Right. I live in Pilsen in the great city of Chicago. I've Um, got,
0: I've got a secret life on the side (laughs) where I'm a, I'm a jazz musician that (laughs) my family doesn't even know that I, I play the drums. (laughs) But yeah, anyway, sorry. Yeah, no,
1: um, uh, lived in Pilsen the last 14 years or so, um, yeah. I grew up both in Chicago and the suburbs and, um, yeah, my family, we lived in Mexico when I was really young, but, um, yeah, grew up here and I've known this gentleman internet land. I've known this gentleman since we were oh God, 15, 16 years old or something. No, no. Before that, I think.
0: Well, yeah. So I went, you were in like Winfield, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. I went and to West Chicago high school. I grew up in Wheaton. So, uh, I knew maybe even through Grant, we, we,
1: that's right. We had a mutual friend <laughs> yeah. and yeah. I remember I knew you when
0: Grant installed this light for me, by the way. Well,
1: no wonder it's a great light. And installed <laughs> yeah, he's, well.
0: he's, he's a great friend. I still, I still hang out with him all the time. Excellent. Yeah, <laughs> not Two all the time. Up. Cause we both have kids now, but <laughs> every now <laughs> and then I should say,
1: yeah. And then if I remember correctly, I used to be a janitor at corner bakery, which I know is very impressive. And Corner I remember
0: bakery. Where, where was this one?
1: It was in Donata.
0: Okay. Nice. And
1: Then I remember meeting you at Einstein bagels.
0: Did I work there at that point or do we just meet there? Cause at one point I had worked at that one and that was the, that's the one on uh, County farm road in Roosevelt, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they just closed. I actually oh, wow. wanted to go there and see if it was still open and they just closed the Boston market though, that we used to borrow like napkins from and stuff when we ran out, there's still open.
1: <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. And I mean, look at us now, man, we haven't screwed our lives up, you know, or as my dad would say, you haven't screwed your life up yet. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, special thanks to my dad. He was the one that said, son, you should go to music school because you would be a terrible banker. And I mean that as a compliment. <laughs> yeah. Wait.
0: Yeah. That's how we yeah, make the money
1: as drummers. That one was sure. for free.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever played in a, in a band where they you actually are expected to do that?
1: Oh, on my church job. I'm very fortunate to play. <laughs> you uh, like
0: get in trouble if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> you ever just not just, just no did <laughs> no, land for me. So. And, uh, there
1: we go. I think this is the gig where I'm expected to do that, but, uh, my church job, um, I'm really fortunate to work at, uh, grace United Methodists in Naperville, really cool people.
0: Oh, so and, you're in Naperville a lot.
1: Yeah. Every Sunday morning. Um, I don't I get live up in Naperville, you know, oh,
0: wow. <laughs> I don't get
1: up early for just anyone. So, mm. but then I will. And, um, the, um,
0: it's, a, it's a great city. I like Naperville. Yeah, it's cool. I think I'm going to have to leave because I want to buy a house, and I don't think I can afford one in Naperville because <laughs> I've got a I've got a condo now. Oh. And uh, but yeah, yeah. So Nils, let's let's get let's get to kind of like early in your life. We can kind of stop, you know. All right. Stop. Uh, saying, this has been. It was kind of a. <laughs> maybe the, a slightly <laughs> uninteresting start for some people because we're talking about like, you know, just people that we know, but we're catching up. We're catching up. Right. So it's an honest conversation here. Yeah. The, when you, like when you first got into music, you, you said you were in Mexico for a little while and then, and then, uh, like what do you want to talk about early yeah, life? and yeah, stuff yeah. I wouldn't know about. because so, I've never actually, the fabled
1: you know. folklore of Nils
0: Higdon. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, Yeah. Um, so my family lived in Mexico. My parents lived there a number of years and then, um, but they're originally from Chicago and
0: were they in Mexico city? Yeah. Mexico city
1: day F and, um, and then, um, but you know, I only lived there about a year or so. And then, um, we lived in my, my parents are divorced. My dad lived in the city. My mom lived in the suburbs, um, like West Chicago area. And I'm trying to think, like, I always loved music since a young age. I remember there's a picture somewhere of me um, trying to play a guitar. Now, I was confused when I was a young child thinking I would play the guitar, Um, because guitar ain't drums. Yeah. (laughs) But there's a picture of me with no shirt on because (laughs) I rocked out even then. And uh, no shirt on, holding a guitar, trying to play it.
0: And you're then, pretty. You're pretty fit, man. You do. Do you do gigs now that are uh, no shirt uh, gigs. Shirt, shirtless <laughs> gigs? Yeah. The,
1: that's yeah. I mean, of course I do.
0: The last <laughs> one of those that I did, just everyone left. I don't know what the problem was. <laughs> well,
1: Steve, when you, I, I just bulked up to 145 recently. Yeah. So you know, I want to throw that out there.
0: We were just talking about this, how you have uh, you want to gain weight, and then I want to lose weight, and for some reason <laughs> it's so difficult for us. Yeah, to man.
1: It's a. It's always kind of been like that for me.
0: Well, I'm saying this while I'm drinking a beer, so. <laughs> but
1: <laughs> there's a really funny story. Um, this is totally true. That ever since I was little, I would go to Chinatown, and there's this one. There's this one store. It's not there anymore, unfortunately. It's called the Chinatown Bazaar, right there on Sirmac and Wentworth. And there was this old grandma that was working. There, a really nice woman, and she's hilarious. And there was two weeks where I went. I went twice. Like it was about within the span of 10 days or so. And the first time, um, this elderly Chinese ladies, she saw me from the back with the ponytail and I had my jacket on and, okay. you know, I'm like really thin. And she said, excuse me, miss, excuse me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she totally You've thought you told me the story before. I remember this. Sentence. Right. But then I came <laughs> back the next week and she did it again. And she's like, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure she knew what she was doing the whole time. And I think that if you get burned by a Chinese grandma, that's just...
0: She was making funny? Oh,
1: it was... But I think that... Oh, yeah. I, I have no way of knowing, go, but I think she go was... Go eat some
0: more food. <laughs> you, know, go, I, you, know, you don't eat your vegetables. I
1: think that if you get burned by a Chinese grandma... You aren't
0: vegetarian, are you?
1: No, but I do like vegetables.
0: Okay.
1: And, however...
0: I was, I was half expecting you to be like, I'm super vegan. I only have... <laughs>
1: I think that if a Chinese grandma really burns you, that's just hilarious. (laughs) Like that's the rule, Um, but no, um, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So um, about when I was, I remember my mom was watching a movie and it had a character in it that was based on Tito Puente. Mm. And I saw this team ball. and I was just like, oh my God, I didn't think life could be this incredible. It was just like everything in the world. Like it felt like living for the first time, you know? And I knew I wanted to play the drums and
0: I didn't know so what to like Cuban stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's from New York, but yeah, yeah. Like Afro-Cuban stuff. And, but then I knew I wanted to play the drums and my stepfather and my stepsister play the drums. And when I was in fourth grade, um, I asked to be in school band and my mom said, why don't you play clarinet? <laughs> and I thought, what, can you hit a drum with that? And, uh, so anyway, sure. as time went on, I also got introduced In eighth grade, the elementary school I went to finally got a full-time mu- music teacher, uh, Bob Shimian Oh, Kovic. It's
0: always, it's always great to, to, to say people's names for the, for the record of history right? who, who made an influence in your life. Oh yeah.
1: And he was cool because he has the real, he did and still has the great, really great approach of um
0: teachers are so important to the future of humanity
1: oh god yeah that's one reason i'm getting my masters right now i'm uh hoping to be a college professor
0: yeah and
1: yeah. um i do a lot of teaching and i love it um for me it's been really great and um i never wanted to be a musician and not teach so i'm really fortunate to have that opportunity I never
0: really wanted to teach. I always just wanted to play. (laughs) Yeah.
1: You know, I went through a point where um,
0: I never, I I mean, I do a little bit, but yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, for me, like I thought I wanted to be a band director at first and maybe I still will be at some point, but I, I kind of had the opposite thing where I was like, I wanted to be a teacher, but I wanted to make sure I did it in the right way. Like I didn't want to be the guy that showed up for the check because newsflash I think if you're going to do something for the money, you should do something that makes more money than being a music teacher.
0: Yeah, probably. I would be (laughs) right.
1: Right. First rule, do something that, you know, fill that.
0: But it's funny, like depending on whatever craft that you decide, mm -hmm. whatever you deal in often becomes like you have a lot of that. And some people decide that they want that to be money itself. Mm -hmm. So they're not interested in, you know, uh, like drums or, or, or vintage cars, or maybe, uh, you know, c- building like a really nice piece of furniture or, or like making like an efficient, more efficient system. Sure. It's just money itself that interests. <laughs> yeah. Which is, you know, I mean that yeah, I can see money, money can mean like safety, I think. Yeah. Right. So I, I understand. Yeah. Wh- where people are coming from and, but yeah. For, uh, yeah. And me personally though. Yeah. I always wanted to, to, to kind of write music. That's oh <laughs> yeah, writing is
1: a tremendous skill to have. Um, I love writing. I don't consider myself a master at it, yeah. but I love it. I think it's an essential part, essential part of being a musician. And uh, you know, on yeah. the subject of money, I want to throw out two things.
0: <laughs> sure, sure. Right? Yeah. You never know where what well, we're, what topic is next. Exactly here, right? right. We keep we're it such wild. We're buddies. That
1: <laughs> right. Well, I want to throw out two things. <laughs> you know, the trick is not that this is easy. You got to have enough, but you got to know when enough is enough. Right? Sure. And then the other thing is, you know, I injured my hands in the past and, um, this is your livelihood. Right. But I want to throw this out for everyone in internet. Be careful
0: land. if you're a musician. Oh yeah. If Even you, if you just play music for, for like fun. Oh yeah. But this is the, the rule about another level. If you fun.
1: injure your hands, you've got to tell everyone it's from holding all your money.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 Right? <laughs> right. That's the rule. For you're getting for all these uh these big gigs you're doing.
1: Yeah, you know, hey, I mean sometimes I do do Warner cool Brothers
0: gigs. is cutting you some big checks <laughs> for your
1: Right. But um actually, you know, speaking of that, that reminds me of a couple of things. I've got some really exciting stuff coming up in the future. Um
0: I might actually have to bleep that out. <laughs> 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 I wonder if I said that. Yeah. Um, Probably not. I don't think so. Well one of
1: my projects that I'm working on. I am finishing grad school, so that's super exciting. I'm doing my thesis on teaching through popular music. Uh, It's a bridging traditional education. By by the way,
0: what I just said was a joke because, like, (laughs) there's just sometimes these big companies, they own, like, everything, and they get all the residuals, and that's how musicians kind of make money by writing songs. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just saying, like, yeah. (laughs) Well, are they listening, I could get in (laughs) trouble. Exactly. (laughs) On that note, I'm going to shamelessly
1: plug myself.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So,
1: um Doing my thesis on teaching through popular music, a kind of bridging traditional education and jazz and poppy music, doing that. Um, I so also, you're,
0: you're, you're doing a, a master's? Or yeah, a my master's
1: or? in percussion pedagogy at Northeastern hmm. um, with Tina Laughlin, Travis Heath. Amazing school, Northeastern rules, everyone. Throwing that out there. Um, also, um, I am near completing uh, a handbook I wrote for my students about... Uh, it's a, called a practicing guidebook. It's a step-by-step guide on how to practice basic things. It's super fun. Features many of my pictures of my cats. Angel and Don Juan, your treats are coming.
0: We're going to put pictures up of oh, the cats. and how oh. we are. We talked about this earlier. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I,
1: I, uh, I like to say that I identify as a cat lady, not a cat gentleman, because cat gentleman isn't hilarious.
0: Right?
1: <laughs> and then, oh, another project I have coming up. Um, this is sometime down the road is I'm going to take my experiences from injuring my hands and I want to, um, I'm working on a writing a, um, it's going to be totally free cause you should never profit off this information, writing a guide of everything I learned about from getting injured. to help people not do so.
0: Did, was it a, a technique issue or what, what happened? Oh, yeah, good was question. About it.
1: So it's kind of a bizarre situation. Um, I did get injured three times because go big or go home. Uh, and it also happened uh, at a point in time where I went through catastrophic stress. So um, you know hey, that's how life goes, right And so I did have some um, some physical problems behind the drum set, um, not employing good posture um, like my solos I would lean over too far and I I was holding the sticks too tightly at times, and also um, my body couldn't handle like I uh, the stress of playing, while also being under like catastrophic like mental stress, and so it was kind of a mixture of both, and um, through that I learned a ton, Um, and so that's all going to be coming up, and then oh if anyone has questions about
0: their hands, I I just I wanted to ask because the. You were playing kind of a lot, and then for a little while, because I still talk to some people, of course. Um, maybe do uh, one of my do, the most accomplished saxophone players that I I'm have the luxury of uh, getting to play oh, with Andy every now Schlinder, and Yes, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah. So Andy, I got to get him into one of these days. Yeah, absolutely, you do, man. <laughs> maybe um, maybe I can. Yeah, we're 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 gonna do a gig in a little bit, actually. Yes. Maybe. Oh before we, we rehearse or something. Beautiful. Yeah, you you played in a band with him for a while. Yeah,
1: and it was great. And-
0: you, well, maybe is there uh, something we can link to? Yes. Cuz you see with these a lot of the times people whose stories like haven't uh, you know like so you're you're about my age, so you've mm-hmm. got your story is like kind of just beginning. <laughs> so, right. so, I don't have to go too far back with you cuz yeah. I, you know, we, we went to Roosevelt, that's where we went to college. Yes. And then that's why we know a lot of the same people. Mm-hmm. But um but yeah, the, we can talk more about kind of what you're doing now. Yeah, Because that's yeah. really what, th- this is the time. Now, really
1: <laughs> quick, I want to throw this out there to internet land. Okay. If anyone injures their hands or is concerned about it, because sure, sure. I haven't completed this thing yet, but I do still have all the information, uh, just email me. Um, it's nilshigdon at gmail.com. So N-I-L-S-H-I-G-D-O-N at gmail.com. Also, I have a website, which is just nilshigdon.com and You can, um...
0: Nice, yeah, you got, like, did they, like, exercises or something like that?
1: Well, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. Um, Everybody
0: hurts sometimes, yeah. Yeah, there's that, and then also there's... do you ever get mouse problems from too much computer work? Yeah,
1: mouse, or, um, holding the steering wheel too tight, like, washing the dishes, gripping, there's all sorts of stuff. (laughs) Um, Stretches, maybe? Yeah, there's some stretches that really help, and there's some exercises. The big things that I took away from it, um posture um there's easy things we all slip into like how to avoid holding the sticks too tightly um and you also were playing the, a lot yeah right? i was i was playing how a many lot?
0: nights a week think you were playing at, at the that peak?
1: point in time my all-time high is 25 gigs in a month but at that point i was doing that's kind
0: of a lot yeah it's like yeah
1: i was playing i think i averaged gotten pretty the, old <laughs> it can man that's one reason i love love teaching yes. for so many reasons, but I think that at that point in time, I was doing probably about 15 gigs a month on average. This was before Corona and stuff. And there was also, there's other things that like don't... well
0: before. Yeah. Cause uh, you, you had your, your issue. Like
1: would have been like eight years ago.
0: Yeah. It's kind of right around when I started working at the shop again, got done. remember I used to do, did you ever see my food trucks? Did you ever?
1: Yeah, man, it was great. Oh yeah.
0: We got to talk about that. So, that that group you were playing with, uh, the the kind of oh marching. the
1: brass band yes, and you still play with that? I maybe? still do. Wonderful group, the little group that could, amazing. It's really cool music. It's super fun second line music. Very close to my heart.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. and we we, st- we were at the Revolution Brewing. Like opening of their yes. new, I think their new, and I brought my food truck, and you just happened to be there, and I yeah, was like,
1: "It's, it's, it's right."
0: So did I always did you, did. you have any food from us? Probably, we were probably out by then.
1: I think you were, and we, we also got, got stuck fed by the. Brewery. We got
0: stuck. We couldn't leave. <laughs> Of course. So I was just hit drinking beers. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm
1: really fortunate of playing four star brass band. There, um,
0: that music was, was super really... fun.
1: Second line music is very close to my heart. Always has been. We'll
0: cool. put a link up. Is there a link of you playing with them?
1: Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. We'll I have put a that YouTube up if you channel, it to us. Yeah. just uh, Nils Higdon, and that, um, and on my website. Um, so I have a SoundCloud, uh, Nils Higdon, uh, YouTube, and my website. And um, it has all sorts of super cool stuff I've done. Um, like Mosaic, the band I was in. That um, was with Andy, I yes, think, right? Yes,
0: very cool group. Yeah, he talks about it fondly. Yeah, <laughs> it's a wonderful band. He speaks of it fondly. And, uh, <laughs> I never saw you guys, I was too busy. Oh, I'll give you the
1: album, man. It's cool. And
0: 60 hours a week. In the yeah, trunk. right.
1: And then um, <laughs> I've done stuff with Contus, which is a band. Um, we did a lot of music from Spain and Latin America.
0: Contus, that means like chant.
1: Kind of. Right. And um, Spanish. So, yeah, well, it's a funny you asked. Um, I did not realize this. The it comes from. It's actually a actually a Basque word, which is one of the minority oh, cool. languages. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, and it means interesting. roughly. They,
0: they don't really know where the Basque language exactly. Came from. Yeah. yeah, it's
1: the northern region of Spain and also part of France. <laughs> yeah, and it translates loosely to the power of song. Um, cool. And I still have some albums if people are interested. Wonderful group. It also has stuff from. Um, Chicago Composers Orchestra, all sorts of different bands I've played with over the years, really fun stuff. Um, also, um, a, vibe, a vibraphone group I started writing for. Um, Are you I, playing a lot of vibes? I'm, more over the last few years. I started. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I love such the vibraphone.
0: A challenging instrument. Oh, it's yeah. Such, it's we re- so I
1: recorded a piece that I wrote recently. <laughs> yeah. And in the recording session, I bombed on my own piece.
0: Oh, no, it I happens to do it a happens a happens the best. I think the best of us, yeah. Yeah, right.
1: I had this idea for a group that was like loosely like a flamenco ensemble, but with vibraphone instead of guitar. Sure. So the group is um, cajon, vibraphone, sax, and violin. And I'm really excited about it. Um, and But the problem is it's like, you know, there's not even a bass, so if I... <laughs> If you have a bad day on vibraphone, the piece just takes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I've, was, have you ever done a vibes gig where there was no bass player? No. And like, how I've long done did- that before. Oh wow. And it was my first time ever playing with them. Cause I used to have, okay. I used to have a two hundred and forty Volvo station wagon and I had the muster vibes. And before that I had a travel vibe from D De- Degan, I think. Mm-hmm. And, and I would just put it in the car and I'd play, I'd play at like retirement homes and stuff like cool. that. Cool. But like sometimes it'd be just like vibes, guitar. Yeah, that's tough. And maybe man. drums and no bass. And it's like, you can, you can kind of get through it, but you're trying to play bass lines. If it's a piano, it's no problem. Right. No problem. You yeah. do bass lines all day long. Mm-hmm. If there's an organ, no problem. But uh, and vibes, trying to do bass lines, it's just, yeah. You uh, you know, really, it's,
1: it's interesting. If anyone wants to, so if anyone <laughs> wants to give me a, Three and a half octave vibraphone. I'll totally take they it without shame. They do make them, I think. <laughs> they do. They I've sound looked into it.
0: Like probably, it's not. It's not enough range, anyways. And they, they, they It goes just,
1: down to the C on the bass cleft. The they're probably space. like
0: eighteen thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I've <laughs> looked into it.
1: It's an extra five hundred dollars per note.
0: <laughs> That's actually not that bad. <laughs> so
1: it's it ends up being like uh, Yamaha. Is it? Ooh, I, I think so. And they they all go up to four octaves, but I don't need the high end. But no. Um, the first time with it, with this group, I think I'm going to call it the flourish ensemble. I like that name. Yeah. Um, and thank you, Natalie and Erica, Gustavo and Pete, you guys have been great.
0: I, I know Gustavo.
1: Gustavo is the man. Yeah. He's and, great. um,
0: wait, so, uh, how, how's he, uh, relayed to this? Oh, he
1: played in the vibraphone group with me. Nice, um, nice. There's also stuff on my YouTube channel about that. And, um, I recorded it and I wasn't sure at first that it was going to work because, the vibes only go down to like the top F on the bass clef, like the Mm -hmm. second to highest line. And in my mind it worked, but my mind is a dangerous place. Right. So, Mm. so I just recorded it on my phone. Like I rented a a gallery in the neighborhood and (laughs) I was like, well, if it doesn't work, like who cares? I, you know, I'm not going to spend all this money to record something that may or may not work. Sure. And then by um, it actually really, really worked well and I'm super excited about it. Um, and when I have free time, which, you know, I'm very excited about my master's degree, but it is the opposite of free time.
0: Sure. Um, Yeah.
1: I, I want to do more with that because I have a very, uh, the vibraphone has become very much a part of my musical identity Mm. and I love fooling people into thinking I can play it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Every time I stand behind the vibes, I love it. And then I also think, man, like, where are my drums? This is so weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, Sure. Yeah. It's not quite, uh, your, your home base. Your... Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: and, um, and thank God I, uh, Ed Harrison taught me the Burton grip because I, <laughs> I tried learning Stevens in uh, i grad program and I'm horrible <laughs> at it. Like, yeah, i have tiny little hands i want to
0: get a marimba that's one of these days go yeah
1: you you uh you have a warehouse you can fit it in <laughs> i
0: don't think anybody has the, the ability to do the stevens grip easily oh man it's like I the like, vulcan the vulcan uh, right
1: yeah live long and prosper bro exactly. right yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i i felt like i was like you know I couldn't hold Star
0: Trek for those who are listening. Right. Don't recognize it. in case
1: you're not a connoisseur of high culture like us. Leonard
0: Nimoy. Right. Yes. (laughs) L L
1: a P. If you know what that means.
0: I don't know what that means. Live long and prosper. Oh, okay, cool. (laughs) Never heard the,
1: (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So right now I'm super fortunate. I consider myself to be one of the luckiest people on earth. Sure. I get to know cool people like Steve. I get to play music. I have wonderful students. Um, and like, you know, in my mind, I'm still a janitor. Like I'm just a really lucky one. Like I never stopped being a janitor. Right. And, um, and, um, no, I'm super lucky. I get to play in brass band. I get to have this cool church job. I get to freelance a bunch. I get to play in the super cool vibraphone group. Like, um,
0: Hey, you're always really fun to be around. I think uh... (laughs) you gotta have
1: fun at all points in time. and um and yeah, and I'm starting to write stuff um for a group I actually play drums in, you know, who would have thought I should write a write for an ensemble that I like play my main instrument in.
0: did did you take uh composition and arranging
1: I did, and i I really loved it with garland uh, garland yeah. garland's oh, one of those guys that I think literally knows everything <laughs> like, Yeah. he's brilliant man,
0: does he know the meaning of life no. <laughs> nils i do i do it i do it i keep because i keep calling you no it's just yeah hey but,
1: man i've been called worse dude people i got some weirdo swedish name
0: i'm like, gonna like fast forward to this part and show right so, no. no dude, dude sorry people, nils like, oh i don't
1: care dude when you when I'm you get so a weirdo a swedish man. name i'm
0: so exhausted. <laughs> fine yeah so you that's i i did want to bring that up too your name's swedish yeah my mom is swedish and you actually are swedish and so am i we Hef have swedish uh, i think yeah, yeah.
1: like my family doesn't know our heritage exactly um sure my dad's family uh they're f- like i guess you'd say they're originally from the el paso area kind of like a mixture of everything from there
0: Sure. so
1: and, w- and whenever i ask you get like two different answers from the same people or <laughs> or like if there's no real consensus on it So I guess the short answer would be where Swedish and Mestizo, but, um, yeah, um, so it's Nils in English or Nicolas in Spanish. I, I've kind of used them interchangeably for a long time now because you know, like, Mm. I mean, imagine explaining to like some abuela, like my mom taught ESL for many years and I was very fortunate to grow up around immigrants and wonderful people and. But, like, imagine explaining to someone who just got here from Cuba that, like, your weirdo Swedish name, like, yeah, <laughs> sure, yeah. goes over like a lead balloon. No like,
0: comprendo. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
1: es un poquito difícil, see. Sí. But, you know.
0: I'm I'm going to learn Spanish.
1: It's Yeah, I speak Spanish every day. It's not perfect, but it is one of the coolest Mi things.
0: Me hablo español. <laughs> sí.
1: Estás aprendiendo mucho, güey. Yeah. <laughs> And um,
0: I'd like to learn Spanish and Italian because I'm actually Italian. And oh, really? I think if I learn Spanish first, I might have an easier time, maybe. Yeah, I <laughs> was sometimes very fortunate. I, I talk to native Spanish speakers and they're like, no, it's well, not going to be like it is. It
1: can be a rocky road, but it's just like <laughs> playing an instrument. You got to jump in and fall flat on your face. So Thanks, you're, Mom, you're totally, for helping with my Spanish.
0: You're totally fluent in Spanish at this point. Uh,
1: fluent, but there's more mistakes than I would like. Uh, I, sure. I don't want to oversell it. Um, and you yeah. can
0: go anywhere in the world Nels. you can go to like anywhere that they're, they're going to speak English or Spanish. Yeah. I, I'm trying most, to, like, I mean, except maybe like China, but they'll speak English in most places.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was really fortunate. Thanks mom for Indian helping English, with my Spanish. Yeah. My mom will do the speaking of Spanish. My mom and I, you know, we, we love each do you, other. Do you
0: travel a lot?
1: Not a ton. But my mom will do this. She'll I would go. If I spoke
0: Spanish. <laughs> she'll
1: say, she's been doing this for years. She'll go, sure. why don't you have babies? And I'll say, for all the reasons. And then she'll go, Nicolás, ¿por qué no tienes? I'm like, mom, you can't say the same thing in Spanish and want two different answers. That's insane. <laughs> that's funny. But that's not going to stop my mom. I'm like, porque todos los razones, mom? Like, this is nuts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, but, no, you know. It, like, romantic languages are more uh, kind of, like beautiful and refined sounding. It's yeah, funny. Cause thank in, you. in Europe in ancient times, uh, like that would be Latin. Right. And Latin is like, I'm not sure, man. Yeah. That's where it's probably. Where yeah.
1: I mean, you could, I, I have a few friends that, uh, work if you, in if you Language, went I like, like
0: back in time to like ancient Spain mm-hmm. and you spoke English, they would, they like, you know, 2000 years ago, they would they would think you were from Germany probably, and they would yeah be probably very confused like that. yeah yeah, yeah the, I, would confused tra- I, um, <laughs> I would be
1: confused about time dude, traveling. I I would be confused about time traveling. Dude, that is like whenever. This
0: might be a first for the podcast of uh, I like I mean, time travel. By the way, <laughs>
1: shout out to all my homies at headquarters, or as it's known, First Aid Comics. I'm a commissure <laughs> of fine literature.
0: Oh, you're a comic book guy. Of yeah, I always I have. Been. That. Did you ever go to the place in Andersonville that was behind the podcast? Oh, Alley Cat. Yeah, those places are great. i worked there when they opened.
1: Oh, very cool. Yeah, I
0: kind of like comic books too, but I, I never like. I have maybe like three hundred, and then I just never got any more because I was doing other stuff. And sure. I just, yeah. I have them in a box. It can be an undertaker there, actually. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. Nice. <laughs> um, oh yeah, you know, uh, you know I have one.
0: Superman died. That's actually worth like I think $30. <laughs> nice.
1: Hey, speaking, now if we start talking about comic books, that's a whole from that's going down. Doomsday. I'll get distracted. Be here all the day. Guy,
0: have you been to Forks Drum Closet? Now you guys own that, right? Yeah, they they're huge into comics. Yes. They have like displays.
1: You know, whenever over. I meet attractive ladies, I always brag about my drums and comic book
0: collection. Sure. <laughs> But, yeah, it reminds uh, me, I was listening to NPR and this uh, accordion player, he, he said, that's why I started playing accordion, it was mostly to get chicks, I thought that was I really love clever. this guy, this
1: guy's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah. um, many years ago, uh, thank you John Luster, I played in a band with Schlinder, and yeah. we played at the Wheaton Grand Theater and i met a, a very attractive woman and she said what kind of music does your band play and i said jazz and without skipping a beat she said my dad likes jazz
0: <laughs> sure Epic fail. yeah
1: but um speaking Would of it be,
0: nowadays i mean it's so old though that now it's like jazz is kind of cool again i think right
1: it should be if it's not youth of america heed this jazz is amazing changed my life all of the I, best rock musicians I don't know well, a lot of jazz. people
0: that don't like jazz yeah most people people i don't like they appreciate
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like it teaches you how to be awesome at anything you want i'm a big believer that the music you play and study should be like the food you eat you need a mm-hmm. balanced diet now of course everyone has their favorite food and you know some foods you don't like and that's okay but you know jazz is one of those things that i think you know in some way or another needs to be part of you know your musical identity
0: well and- the there is like probably yeah, the, there's a there's a huge percentage of the percentage of the country that probably kind of appreciates it, but uh, maybe uh, would like never really listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> kind of see it as like a historical step. Like well, it, it was there and now we're now we have a wish, mission
1: cut out for us. Yeah.
0: I, I, th- I think it should. It should exist uh, in as like a living, breathing art form.
1: Absolutely.
0: That's what that's what we need. We need it to exist as a living, breathing art form that can still kind of, Move in different directions. Yeah. It isn't just something that's in a recording.
1: Absolutely, and um, you know, and I believe go to very, a jazz club, right? <laughs> One of these days. And I believe very strongly that all music belongs to all people. It's music is like food. It's better when you share it, and uh, yeah, and I believe that like studying, playing, like whatever you like, man, you exposing yourself to all of that. Like every form of music has a different type of benefit it gives you. Sure. Um, oh, and speaking of that, um, on that note. I'd like to brag about myself. <laughs> mm. That was a terrible thing to say.
0: Right. I have <laughs> a
1: really bad sense of humor sometimes.
0: It's all right. Nils. I can't, <laughs> yeah, well, I can't
1: well. take me anywhere.
0: <laughs> what do you want to oh, say? I
1: was just going to say thank you to, um, Hassan Ozdemir and Mehmet and all the guys at Bosphorus. Mm. Um, I am so lucky that, um, Back in the fall, I became a Bosphorus endorser, Bosphorus Symbols in Istanbul, and um, I'm so grateful to them. I wanted to make sure to mention on the podcast. Um,
0: So wait, you said- Bosphorus in Istanbul. Yeah, 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 yeah that's.
1: Okay. I'm sorry, I should say that. Um, Bosphorus is located in Istanbul, in sure, Turkey. Sure, yeah, yeah. They are a separate organization from the two Bosphorus co- or two yeah, Istanbul yeah. companies. i believe. we're
0: talking about Bosphorus. They they make great stuff. Yeah, my yeah. favorite. I've shown you my favorite 22 inch ride. Exactly. Right? It's a really early Bosphorus Master series. That oh yeah is man, just really. Uh,
1: yeah, it's beautiful and
0: swinging. It's a swinging ride. Yeah, <laughs> I <laughs> wanted to say
1: thank you to them because you know. I never really was interested in any sort of endorsement cause I'm such a wild stallion, you know?
0: <laughs> Sure,
1: but uh, I always like the freedom to, to, you know, play whatever. But over the years, like I, I bought my first boss for a symbol from you guys in the fine arts building. It's an 18 inch master series and I've played it in everything. I've used it as a suspended symbol in orchestras, hmm. rock gigs. I played it in the brass band a ton. I've, um, it works as a ride. It works as a crash. Like, it's amazing, and over time, I kept going back to them because sure. I found that, you know, everyone makes good symbols, right? Sure. But they have that special something, you know, that uh, they have that special je ne sais quoi, that their, their instruments really kind of have souls. They're like works of art. And um, I'm so thankful that the guys at Bosphorus have been... Um, Excellent to work with Uh, really great people of character and really open to all my sort of crazy ideas for making custom symbols. And I just wanted to make sure that I mentioned that and, you know, hopefully I'll be able to play some for you guys soon.
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a great company. I think so. Yeah. You're lucky to, to work with those guys.
1: Very lucky. And I'm just some scrawny dude from Pilsen and like, Lucky they're willing to associate with me. And his son likes my cat pictures online.
0: With you, the, the, I mean, yeah I'd, uh, I'd, yeah, I'd make you a symbol. Yeah. Actually, yeah, someday I want to do that.
1: <laughs> All right, sweet.
0: Just give me, uh, like I said, but I can't guarantee you're going to like it, you know. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but maybe uh, if, if you have like a, well, I, I could even probably find one to make for well, you.
1: Well, you know, I I am kind of tied down to that at the moment, but... Uh, I say tied down in a loving way.
0: No, you just use it for fun. You know, you wouldn't play it right. out or anything. But, you know, they, yeah. It uh, <laughs> doesn't mean you can't, like, accept a, of, I can a accept gift. a gift, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: I will. But, yeah, they are um, really wonderful. <laughs> I want to make sure to mention them. Because, um, really, nothing I could ask more. Wonderful people, wonderful artisans, and they have a fine appreciation for cats.
0: It's awesome. So, like, uh, yeah, more about, like, uh, how about, like, maybe you, you're talking about some of your early like guys you've, you've listened to, but what about, uh, some, some more. Oh, so maybe even more lately. Cause yeah. like I said, we're so young. Okay. It's not like, right. Yeah, bring it to I'm like 30
1: ought six years old.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're, we, we got most of our lives ahead of us probably. Right? <laughs> yeah, most likely. So, um, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so I'll just go through this really quick. If we
0: make good decisions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Health is paramount to everything. Cheers. Uh,
0: salud. <laughs> yeah, salud, mean, right? Actually, yeah. <laughs> and, um, salud. that's yeah, the same in Italian. Yeah, right. And important yeah, um, words are the same. <laughs> yes.
1: And so, my first inspirations to play music, Tito Puente was a big one. And then also James Brown, uh, George Clinton. Um, that was the stuff that kind of really piqued my interest. I used to run <laughs> around my dad's apartment singing James Brown songs when I was like, you know, that high. Nice. And, the um, hardest
0: working man in show business. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And I remember seeing George Clinton in um, a movie and I just remember thinking, wow, that's freedom. Like that's the stuff I want. Yeah. And I love uh, punk rock. Like I loved all that, that what attitude. About, uh,
0: tower of power.
1: I love tower of power. David Garibaldi was one of a big influence because I mean, the guy's like a mad scientist. Like he has these <laughs> grooves that like on paper you never thought would ever work. And then you hear him and it's like perfect.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, and then what about, uh, <clears throat> um, what am I thinking of? Uh, what's the bi- the band that had like huge uh, Earth, Wind and Fire? Earth, yeah. Wind and
1: Fire. Yes. Did and then, you
0: did you ever? Uh, I didn't
1: get them till later.
0: So so is that who else in your family is musicians?
1: Oh, so um, my stepfather played the drums and my stepsister played the drums. Okay, both some of the coolest people I ever know, um, and my stepfather unfortunately passed away a few years ago. Um, But yeah, they both played and they're not professionals, but they were big influences on me. And then when my father got remarried, my stepmom is a pianist and then my, I don't know how she's technically related to me, a step aunt. If you're just, if you show up to enough things, you're in my family. Sure. Uh, (laughs) But she is a wonderful cellist. And um, I wrote a piece for us a number of years ago, uh, cello and vibes uh, duet. Yeah. And it's super fun. But yeah, I did not come from an overwhelmingly musical household, Um, but um, yeah, always loved music, and um, it was also one of the only things I was good at. I was terrible at sports, so. um,
0: I remember, like, yeah, a lot of us musicians share that trait. Yeah, (laughs) I I was. I was like trying to figure out how 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 soccer worked, and for whatever reason, where I grew up in Wheaton, there were a bunch of really really good soccer players. Oh sure. And these, I remember this one guy, I won't say his last name, but his first name was Mark. <laughs> and he, uh, you know, cause yeah, who knows where he is now, but yeah, like uh, no reason to, but I do remember it. <laughs> and he, he like, he would just zip around me. Like he'd just be gone. <laughs> and I was just, like, and I was, I was like bigger than, he was kind of like really very petite and just, whoosh, it was like. All right, this is not for me. Yeah, I was (laughs) always... Way too much running. I'm not... And, you know, playing drums is athletic. Yes. But but, uh, that kind of athleticism, not for me. Oh, man, I was always the smallest and shortest in my class. not trying to say I don't like soccer. I love soccer. And and for everyone listening, I'm talking about... for any Europeans listening, I'm talking about football, <laughs>
1: not yeah. not American football or hand egg, as it's also known.
0: Yeah, this is the one where you kick the ball on the ground that's round. <laughs> I uh,
1: until I was 16.
0: It's it's uncommon in America, right? You know, because the no one soccer is not popular here. Football is popular here. I think
1: it's getting better. I think it's getting more popular. But oh, I was going to tell you that it's until I was growing
0: up where I grew up
1: until man. I was 16, I was the smallest and shortest one in my class. I was terrible at sports. And then in high school, I got to average height. I'm still super scrawny, but <laughs> I got to average height and that was a real win for me. And then now I have like students that are 14 year olds old and bigger than me. And it hurts my self-esteem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to charge them more money when they get taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. It's interesting as you, as you get older, you see like all the different generations, you know, <laughs> yeah. Oh, learning things. And
1: right. Yeah. Teaching is wonderful. I love it. Um, and Oh, as some of my other influences, people I heard. Um, so yeah, you know, I think most people kind of go backwards when they get into music, like they're interested in sort of current things. Um, I loved rage against the machine. My brother turned me on to <laughs> that. Yeah. Um, uh, I love the, the punk rock band rancid. And then I got into, other things and then um maceo parker was a big one i love that album life on planet groove and from there i got hmm. into more stuff like miles davis um more how'd you swing get into stuff. miles davis <laughs> i had a drum teacher that was like oh well if you like maceo parker you should start checking out jazz stuff Ooh. <laughs> and we started getting into that type of thing and you know other huge influences um elvin you know Art Blakey, all the, all the, you know, the normal, like the sort of gods of our instrument, Philly Joe. And, um, and then I also really liked El Negro, Antonio Sanchez, Daphnis, those Mm. guys. Um,
0: yeah, man, do you remember? We, we spent so much time together in various Latin. Yeah. yeah, With
1: Ruben Alvarez. Yes. The mighty Ruben
0: Rubens name. And I I'd love to have him out here. One of these days. Yes. We talked about this on the phone.
1: Absolutely.
0: Uh, if you want to, I think you sent me his, his new I number. Did. I just, I'm so busy. I never called him. and
1: Yes. All power to the mighty Ruben Alvarez. One of the yeah. coolest people be, I mean, infinitely happy. I had, he, def- he, he was the first
0: guy that ever really kind of like engaged me heavily in all these different kind of rules of Latin American music or, and, and like, afro-cuban oh yeah man so uh, this stuff a lot of the times it seems to me like uh people listen to it sometimes you think that's oh you can just do anything but kind of like every rhythm you play and every yeah that it's meaningful and it's it's designed to all work together in a very absolutely man ruben has been a huge
1: influence on my life and yeah (laughs) yeah, you're totally you nailed it man he really laid it down so well
0: yeah yeah. (laughs) um
1: absolutely great man yeah and um
0: yeah like he he was I remember him we did, did, did there was a class where we just all played congas
1: Yeah the Latin percussion class
0: Yeah and the, I just I remember him talking about each different rhythm and what it meant Fol- like folklorically.
1: Oh, absolutely. And that <laughs> class was so important to me because that was a big thing that made me just interested in music forever. Like, or at the beginning, like with Tito Puente and Oh, Carlos Santana, that was a big influence on me too. Like yeah. my dad loves Santana and he'd be like, Oh, you got to check out soul sacrifice and Mike Shreve. And like, and so that was some of the first stuff that got me involved in music and, or just piqued my interest and in like, yeah. um,
0: Yeah. The, the Afro-Cuban stuff in particular is just so Amazing. I think it maybe it's the unique history of that country. Yeah, so unique because it's so isolated, Mm -hmm. and then it has so many different influences from like you know Africa, and then yeah, the the it was kind of like maybe ins uh, insulated a little bit from some of the stuff that was happening in the states. Maybe interesting. Yeah. So the music is just very. Yeah, that's so my favorite. The. Wawanco. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's like, I, I always uh, play that pattern. I think, well, I mean, it was it was Ruben who, like, kind of taught me it.
1: Absolutely, man. Yeah, Ruben. What,
0: what does that mean, exactly? The
1: Roomba Wawanco. It's that specific uh, type of Roomba with that, the call and response um, between the, the conga and the low tumba. Like so, boom, 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 Yeah, exactly. Boom, 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 boom Yeah. Boom. So like, a
0: perfect, like, fourth? Yeah, <laughs>
1: so the, the two drums should be a perfect fourth, uh, the two wide <laughs> intervals, and then if you use a third drum, it's a minor third.
0: Yeah, I think I sang a perfect fifth, but... <laughs> we
1: won't tell on you. Although this is on the internet forever, Steve, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And, uh, you know, Scott Mason and Paul and, like, and Marcosi and all those guys, like, you know, when, when I think about... Um, all the people in my life. I want to be like, man, it's like my, it's my teachers, man. Like those, those guys were, we we're so lucky to have those dudes.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Chicago college of performing arts at Absol- Roosevelt. Absolutely. And then, yeah, hello to any, any of our buddies who, who were
1: <laughs> absolutely yeah. yes. Best city the, in the world. They're
0: contemporaneously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Very cool, man. Um,
0: yeah. The, um, so, so maybe, uh, yeah, what, what about like like some modern artists that you've just kind of uh, run into yeah. that maybe are worth uh, mentioning? mentioning. Oh, yeah.
1: um, Louis Nash, uh, he stands out to me as one of the more like traditional modern guys. Love his playing. Um, then um, Stefan Harris, the, the vibraphonist. Sure. Um, wonderful player because he, um, he stands out to me as someone I remember seeing him with his band 90 miles at the chicago jazz fest and he particularly stood out to me because he has such a beautiful compositional element in his improvising he can go from like really rhythmic based ideas that almost have like a drummer like quality to really melodic like song like phrases um and stuff that's really maybe like harmonically um sophisticated and to me it's like he plays. He solos in such a way that you can't not pay attention, and so he's one guy <laughs> I think about a lot. Um, uh, Antonio Sanchez uh, is one of those guys. I think he's got a lot of that going on too. I saw
0: him at uh, with like Pat Matheny, maybe. Yeah, yeah. In, at, at the um, where the Chicago Symphony plays. Oh, Orchestra Hall, Symphony Center. Yeah, yeah. The and they, uh, yeah, he had a really really. Really light touch, which I really appreciate, and and he he plays with these sticks that I used to use actually. Oh, I think cool! They were they were by uh, was it Zildjian maybe? I believe so. Yeah, yeah I can't maybe remember. Maybe it was Zildjian that made them, and they were like they were longer. They they and they were kind of timbali stick like.
1: Yeah, they do get really narrow at the end if I remember correctly. They ball tip.
0: Well, actually, the opposite. Like because oh. to. Like aren't, aren't timbales supposed to be just like flat? though? Like yeah, they're a just rod.
1: Yeah, they're just like a dowel. They tend not always, or, but they tend yeah. to be a little thinner than than standard drumsticks.
0: Well, th- right, right, of course. But I was just saying, yeah, his like kind of felt they were a little bit longer, and they because I guess the sticks I was playing with before that were more tapered for like oh right maybe like like press rolls those sure. are really good for. Mm-hmm. But then his I, I used them for maybe like two years, and oh, I, cool. I used to really like them. but then I. I moved away from that. I moved uh, Regal Tip.
1: Nice. Yeah, I usually. But now, now
0: Regal Tip is uh, apparently uh, you can't get them anymore. Oh wow! I don't know That's exactly true. what's happening. I don't want to say anything, but it's.
1: Yeah, I love their brushes.
0: Yeah, well, you're not going to be able to get them anymore, oh. unless they come back. But huh. like, so I, you have to switch to Vic Firth. Maybe this is mm. actually a problem. This is this is a casualty of the last three years. I'll just say. Possibly, because they're part of Colado, which is supposed to be a bigger company, I think. Mm. But somehow they, yeah. So those those black brushes yeah, the, that the, yeah. everybody ubiquitously uses, pretty much, mm-hmm. are not going to be available. And so the purple ones from VicFirth, they're pretty much the same, but they're purple. You know, it's a little. <laughs> it's just not your speed, Steve. Well, what if it? what if it clashes with the decor <laughs> of where you're playing? <laughs> just sometimes w- w- if you're going for a drumstick or, or like a brush, I just, I like to go with the, <laughs> they are black. really well made though. I do like the Vic they're oh, nice. Very well made. I
1: have a Vader set. That's I'll black.
0: Have, I'll, I'll contact them. I'll be like, can you guys do a Steve Maxwell version? That's just <laughs> the same brush, but yeah. Nice.
1: Yeah. The sticks. I, I tend to go between, I have a few different sets. Um, I go between for the drum set stuff. I have the Vic Firth AJ6, the <laughs> people call them chopsticks.
0: AJ6, I, my my dad likes those. Oh, I love them. Those have like the extreme taper.
1: Yeah, I love them because it really gives me that edge and quiet playing, but I can still blast out and play really loud. Um yeah. I with our with our good homie Andy Schlinder, he and I recorded <laughs> this duet. Um it's on my YouTube channel. It's our uh, it's my arrangement of an African folk song. Although I hesitate to call it an arrangement. Cause it's so simple. Like I think I wrote it on the back of a napkin somewhere, hmm. but um, I'm
0: sure Andy loved that reading uh, off that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> he <gave>
0: uh, a- <laughs> I just put an image in my head. Right. Hey, I, I made
1: sheet music for him, but it's a drum and saxophone <laughs> duet. And it that, gets- like, I
0: would do that to him. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would, cause I'm just so busy. I would, I, I, I honestly, I like handwriting music.
1: It's oh, all, man.
0: it's all like, you know, and because you can see how, but it's really tough to read.
1: Yeah, I have terrible handwriting, so I never subject people that I work with to it.
0: My music handwriting is probably better than my, because I, I I switched to cursive.
1: That's wild, Steve. I gave that up like I gave up smoking.
0: <laughs> yeah, cursive. Yeah. Cursive is cool, man. It's 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 hip now. It's cool again. Oh wow. Her cursive is cool again yeah it's, are you
1: like a handwriting hipster steve
0: i i there was a there was an article on on vice
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah about how wild. hipsters in in the in the big cities are are writing in cursive again
1: <laughs>
0: well using the post office to mail letters to each other wow
1: well this duet i played with making this
0: all up of course <laughs>
1: This thing with Schlinder, I use those AJ sixes, and it gets really loud, so like I can still play loud with them too.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> and I use that, and then I've been using the Bill Stewart model by Zildjian a bunch. Hmm. Uh, love that. Um, I tend to play things that are like seven A's or similar. Um, sure. They have more focused on the sim- more focused sound on the cymbals, and um, uh, I just really dig that size. Um, it's yeah. a good weight, and also I have little, little tiny hands. I use 7A. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. My hands are kind of medium. There's, oh, okay. Like, my brother has, like I, – I, I swear, his hands, like, adapted to become a double bass player. His hands are, like, so much bigger than mine. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> then again, yeah. But, yeah, isn't it isn't it funny how yeah some people – like, uh, trying to think, I've got some buddies uh, – or who's a, a, a Ron Carter. I think mm-hmm. yeah, he he would just play those like octaves and <laughs> just really easily. Just so easily. I well, was just listening. Is he uh, with Coltrane on love Supreme? Oh, uh, that... I should
1: know this. You're embarrassing I me. too so. Jimmy Garrison. I should know. And I'm not
0: sure. Yeah. Well, we can look it up later. Yes. <laughs> I was just listening to that record though. And yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's definitely Elvin though. Yeah, it's definitely Elvin. And then, uh, uh, P- yeah, piano, accordion, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, the <laughs> there was a solo on there that was awesome. Yeah, whoever was. Of course, it was. and
1: yeah, I just <laughs> heard Ron Carter uh, interviewed on NPR for his 85th birthday. Um, oh. They had a concert for him at Lincoln Center, I believe. And yeah. what an inspiring guy, man! Super smart, and he not only is a great player, um, but yeah, really inspiring person too. Um, and um, I didn't realize this. Not only you know, obviously, he's famous for playing um, with Train and stuff, but um, he um, he also he played, played with
0: Miles too, right? Yeah, and, and he played Tony with Williams.
1: Billy Joel, and he also played with a tribe called Quest, and yeah. he was practicing the Brandenburg Concertos, and just like, what a guy, man! Yeah. Really gets it. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, right on. Yeah, but yeah. So, uh, how about any anything? This will probably go up maybe two weeks from now, ish. Anything you want to do, like shout out for a gig or I'm trying to think something cool coming up?
1: Um, yeah. Uh, it's have, summer now, basically, exactly yeah, so right. So
0: beautiful out today. Yes, very. Thanks true. for coming down. Also, by the absolutely, way, absolutely, my pleasure. On such a wonderful day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I got uh, a bunch of stuff coming up. The Four Star Brass Band. Um,
0: we can we can put links if it's after this. It has to be maybe like a month or two sure, months down sure, the road. Yeah, yeah, Put yeah. some links if people want to come really see fortunate
1: that. We got a bunch of stuff on Fourth of July. And, um, Nice. <laughs> yeah, other cool stuff. Um, what do you guys
0: do? Do you guys do like, uh, it was like, we've done a bunch of parades events or, oh, like, yeah. like neighbor, neighborhood parades. We did the Wheaton weekend.
1: parade. We did oh, a Wheaton bunch. Parade? Yeah, you we've know, done that. I could have gone to that. Yeah, we've done. Dude, you gotta let me know. I will. We've done, we usually like do, on
0: my way home, right? Yeah, I would totally go,
1: oh, man. And invariably it's always like 10,000 <laughs> degrees and
0: yeah, yeah, it's great though. And, it, it's that's the energy, man. You guys bring yeah. a lot of water, beer. Yes,
1: that's what we do. And I'm always fortunate. I love playing the music. <laughs> I and then every Fourth of July, I think, why couldn't our country have become independent in the fall? Like, <laughs> sure. Last year, I looked behind us and I was complaining about the heat because I have no character. And I, no, looked- I
0: know, I know what you mean. I, I remember uh, like high high school or even mm. middle school. In right. middle school, we would march probably mm. in the same, same right parade, and uh, it was hot. Yeah, and it was behind really us, hot and they're, the drums are heavy. And behind us last year, I don't know year, if I'd do that gig. If you guys called me and were like, "Hey, we need, we need a drummer right uh-huh. now," I'd be like, "No, nah, I'd probably do it." <laughs> but yeah, because yeah. it'd just be fun. But yeah, last it's hard year, work. Um, I, need I the was co- exercise. right. <laughs>
1: I was complaining about the heat, and then I turned around, and there was a mariachi band with like full costume on, oh. and I was like, "Man, those guys are way better Americans than me." Um, I wonder.
0: I wonder what they're they're made out of.
1: I think they just have superpowers. I think that's what it is. You should
0: make them out of like linen. If they made them out of linen. They yeah, would, who knows. They would breathe. Um y- you can wear lots of layers when it's hot. It's mm-hmm. just you have to, if there's a little bit of a breeze and you got to drink lots of water and and like linen and cot- cotton linen and cotton mm-hmm. those are the ones you want. Cool. I know cuz I, <laughs> I always do.
1: <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, what else I have? Um... I'm, I'm
0: very pale, so I don't, I don't like to get
1: <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I also
0: have... don't like bug bites. Well, who does? Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> so we have that, and that band's been great. You know, we've played at the Jazz Festival a couple times, doing brass band parades. Hopefully we'll be back again this year. I'm also doing a private event with Jeff Stightley's organization, uh, DJ and percussion. That should be really fun. Nice. And um, church job, all sorts of things, teaching stuff. And you got an
0: Instagram you want to throw out?
1: I do have one. Um
0: That's that's the the, yeah. the coolest thing. TikTok.
1: Right. I don't. I'm not I'm not as cool as the Youth of America these days. I will put all the you send are al-
0: still, we're still young, <laughs> still we're like 40, I think. Yes, yeah, so I have we are still considered like Right? Uh, 40 is like middle.
1: Nice. <laughs> yeah, so I have um I do have an Instagram, but then my website, uh nilsigden.com. I have the SoundCloud. I believe it's NDH, my initials. Sure. Um and then um YouTube channel, just Nils Higdon. Benefit of having a weird name. You can you don't have to have any yeah. funny things. And then um yeah, so I'd um I'm on Facebook and then yeah, I'll send you all
0: those links. Cool. And and then so we're gonna do another little thing here. Um you wanted to have like Uh, do a little bit talk about a little bit of playing
1: yeah we'll play and then talk about my symbols a little bit
0: so um so i guess uh yeah anything you want to say probably say it now well unless you you, i guess you can just talk over there Yeah, we'll be over there yeah and
1: um thank you to everyone watching and um thank you to steve maxwell senior steve maxwell jr noah all the guys here uh, it's, it's a privilege sure. to know
0: him. I just, yeah, for everyone who's listening, basically, yeah, we're just going to pop over to the studio and he just wanted to play a little bit and talk, talk a little bit. So that'll just be on the, on the second half of the podcast here. So yeah, thanks. Very cool. Any, anything else you wanted to go into Nils while we're over here?
1: Um, many thanks to my cats.
0: <laughs> sure. Right? Always the cats. That's that's cool. Exactly.
1: <laughs> and um, no, I just want to thank everyone and um, thank my dad, especially and yeah, it's all cool.
0: All right, well, yeah, that's that. All right, let's do it. Thanks for listening, everybody.
1: Thanks, Internetland. <laughs> Greetings, Internetland. It's my pleasure to be here. My name is Nils Higdon, and um, I'm at the Maxwell Drum Shop, their uh, Chicagoland location, uh, visiting my good old friend, Steve Maxwell, uh, both senior and junior, and Noah Ice, the man behind the camera, That was an an audience in a massive stadium, exactly. And um, I was here to do a podcast with Steve Jr. Uh, So check that out, Uh, very fortunate. And then um, I'm also here to do a little bit of demo for you guys. Um, We have here this beautiful Yamaha kit. It's from the 60s, Uh, 14 by five snare drum, 12 by eight rack tom, 14 by 14 floor, and a 20 by 14 kick. Um, I came in here, immediately sounded great. Uh, tuned beautifully, great heads on them. Um, and yeah, um, we're gonna play them for you in just a second. Uh, love these guys, they're beautiful. And the other reason I'm here, um, I am very fortunate to be an artist endorser with Bosphorus cymbals, and I wanted to play some of these guys for you. Um, A number of these were custom made for me and I wanna say thank you to Hassan um, and Mehmet over there. The coolest people, all of them, man. Um, I'm really blown away by their professionalism, um, their willingness to make custom symbols. Um, I checked in with them on this and they um, they will take, um, they have never denied me any of my custom requests, they're very open-minded. And um, so send them an email if you're interested, info at And I love these symbols. Um, they sound like they have souls, like they're works of art. Uh, here we have an 11-inch Master Series Splash, a thin, um, made for me personally, love it. 10 is too small, 12 is too big, it's great. Um, we have paper-thin Master Series hi-hats. Great, they cut even in a big band. This here is an 18-inch Master Series ride. I got 15 years ago from the Maxwell Drum Shop when it was downtown Chicago. Uh, paper-thin Master Series ride, uh, and they, they put a standard size bell on it for me. Um, they had previously shrunk their bell size, but they were uh, gracious enough to make these for me. Uh, paper Thin Master Series Flat. And it's a 19. Um, and it has a beautiful crash sound, as well as a really cool, unique uh, sort of chime effect when you hit the side of it. Um, best flat ride I've ever heard. And then this symbol here, um, I am especially happy with. Um, I love the guys over at Bosphorus because they always make great gear. They never, none of their symbols sound bad. Like. Um, it might not be what you're looking for, but they're all so, mel- well, so well made. And this one is especially great for me. It's a 17 inch syncopation th- uh, medium thin crash with holes in half of it. And I got this because I could never find a china symbol that I really liked. Um, and this works both as a ride and as a crash. Um, and I'm so thankful that they were willing to, one, work with some scrawny dude from Chicago, like myself, and that they've been so responsive to, um, to just my crazy outlandish ideas, and I, that means a lot. Um, I never was interested in endorsement because I'm such a wild stallion. And so if I'm gonna work with them, you know that flexibility is amazing. But here, let's hear these drums. Uh, here, we got a snare drum. Beautiful. Now the rack time, love this guy. Floor time. The bass drum, I love it. It's got a beautiful power stroke on it. So that's with the beater in the head. Cool, um, Steve and I were talking about a Roomba Wawa and Co. in the um, in the podcast. So I'm going to play a little bit of that for you, and hear all the drums. Um. And now, let's hear the snare drum a little more. All right, let's do... uh, we'll do some second line. It's not dropping your stick if you catch it afterwards. (laughs) Cool guys. So um, let's check out some of these these cymbals. Uh, You heard of some of them just now, but I know all of us drum nerds want to hear every little thing independently. So here's our Master Series Splash. the Hi-hats. This is for all you discoholics. <laughs> cool. Now this guy love this symbol. I've played it in everything from orchestras to uh, rock bands lots of jazz, it does everything. So here's the bell. Now here, I specifically got this ride to have a great crash sound um, because I love Elvin Jones, I love his contributions, and you know, you gotta have something that can ride and crash. And the, the um, enlarged bell, or I should say standardized bell, um, is great because I play a lot of Latin American music and stuff like that too, so here's the bell. Okay, so cool, let's play a solo. Thanks, guys.